Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. But not like those kind of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Aww. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. Allow me to introduce Ambassador Viscount Farouk Redwing. Of course, you are all aware that the Dracohydra is the family crest for her esteemed empress. You're telling me that this great state of yours here let a beast like that get snuck in? Agelius, it is your belief that the figure in the ethereal plane and Lieutenant Sebastian are one and the same. It is my fully formed belief. You round the corner and immediately you walk straight into somebody. You're staring at the shader guy from the sample. Oh, it's... Oh! Hi! I, uh, so sorry, uh, this is, uh, it's not a, mine. Uh, I am, uh, holding it for a friend. Your friend's got good taste. I, thank you. Uh, no, I'll tell them that you said that about, have, I, you, have you read this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's so good. It's very, very good. I kind of know the the twist story. Someone already kind of spoiled it for me, but I said oh, I was no, reading it anyway. Well, I kind of spoiled it for myself because I read the last page first just to make sure it's actually. I happy do that ending. sometimes. I've been trying to get out of the habit of doing that, so I can actually properly enjoy the book. It's so hard not to read the last few pages. It. Um, and he kind of he kind of rubs his head. I'm so sorry about oh, the. Yeah, but yeah. No. Um. Uh, I'm. Uh. I didn't get... I'm sorry I didn't get... Well, it wasn't really the time to uh, introduce myself. Um, I'm uh, Julius Nightbloom. Nice to meet you. And he kind of just extends a hand. I shake it. My friends call me Ridge. Okay. Ridge. Um, Do you... uh, Anything else you recommend? Um, if you read any of the Ross Grapers books, they're very hard to get a hold of. I know, but I. And he leans in. I have a sort of bootleg copy of the third. You do not. 
it, it's kind of it kind of came across my path uh, a couple of years. I've ago. heard I've heard whisperings about it, but I've never like it's, anyone like any trail I've tried to trace. I've never been able to get near it. He uh, with uh, no spoilers, but with good reason. This oh. is uh, yeah. Um, I have uh, a thing to do. Um, you haven't seen Sebastian, uh, uh, sorry, Lieutenant um, Sebastian. No, uh, but I do know the the King and the Council are looking for him at the moment. Um, Never hurts to ask. Um, well, you have uh, a good night. Uh, if you ever want to see the, the book uh that i don't have um yeah uh, yeah um have a good rest and he steps to the side and he moves past after spending all of her time thinking today and all of her reflection that she was doing usually like if fia ever ran into these kind of you know they met again by chance kind of scenarios she would have been swept up straight away into it but all she can think about is aj as she walks nice try motherfucker (laughs) as she walks towards the done yet (laughs) (laughs) ursula motherfucker (laughs) as she walks towards the wing to sneak into her room Uh, you yeah you slip into the room there is a half asleep halfling woman outside the door uh sitting in a pile of crumbs and wrappers i kind of turn my head sideways at her like that one's new and just make my way in hey she's snoring you slip in it's quite late into the evening it's not we're not talking midnight around here like but it's quite late into the evening what's everybody else doing at this point so i did initially want to go out with my weapon and see if i could sell it or replace it or do something with it, but it might, it's probably a bit too late now, is it? You can have it. You can have a guard have gone out with it. Like, or, like, or is it I want to specifically go with it? Yeah, I wanted to go out with it, yeah. Yeah, no, we can we can say that, yep, if that's what you want to do, let me pull up a blacksmith or weaponsmith for you. We'll say that after the dance lesson with Bernie, there's plenty of time to kill in the afternoon and into the evening, Ivan. And with sort of... I want to get the weapon repaired and looked at. Is Bernie coming with or are you going solo? Oh, solo. Okay. You head down into the city, asking around. Everyone is kind of saying Capazanville is really where you kind of want to go, but probably shouldn't go to Capazanville right now. It's not exactly super friendly place. The Earth Ganesi guard that had escorted you back and forth from King, King's Chambers tells you of a trader in Mary's Row uh, called Tuk Tuk, a fellow Earth Ganesi, and he has sort of a brick and brack stall, but he does specialize in magical artifacts. Uh, you're going to make your way? Yeah, 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 yeah. It will be that kind of thing that the, the journey to Mary's Row from where you are takes a little bit of time, but you get there just as you see the, the stall is kind of winding down. Right. Uh, and there is there is an elderly earth ganassi kind of haunched over and like every time he moves every time he breathes every time he coughs like just like little clumps of dirt like fall off of him like dry dusty dirt and he's just got a long long beard that looks kind of like tree roots uh, are you closing up for the day or yeah 
Uh, sorry, I just was hoping to um, maybe do a trade or, or sort of look at your wares. So uh, I, I have this uh, blade, uh, this this rapier of mine. Um, um, I don't do you, uh, recognize me at all. I'm one of the heroes of Tezram. Um, did you see the big find in the Colosseum yesterday with the five headed dragon, the uh, rowboats, the tomaton? He's just staring at you, really glassy eyed. Uh, so uh, yeah, so basically, I'm, I'm uh, kind of a big deal, and um, uh, I sort of have this blade. I've been through all my famous adventures with it, and uh, sort of as I uh, save the city from um, sort of impending doom, uh, the blade has been infused with the core of an automaton. I'm sure it's worth a lot of money, and I was sort of hoping to do a trade. Yeah, I, I didn't want to really go to Capazan, but I wanted to come to someone who's, you know, more deserving of, of, of a great piece like this. I don't think they would appreciate it over there. Welcome to Tok Toks. So, uh, uh, what what uh, what have you uh, in stock? And he turns. So I rolled a random inventory for what this fella has, and as he kind of turns his back, you don't know how much of what you've said, asked or suggested to him has registered. There's nothing on his stall. It's just a, two boxes with a kind of a, a tarp over it. Uh, there's a, a barrel behind him and he just kind of kicks the dirt a little bit and he starts to nod I, I, I go closer to him and he nods in agreement as you approach and he holds out his hands uh, I reach my hand out to his hand <laughs> and he just brings you into a hug oh well. oh okay Mm-hmm. I'm Tuk Tuk. Uh, Ivan. Welcome to my shop. Thank you. And the uh, dirt beneath you opens up. Uh, oh. And you fall down. <laughs> uh, hold me, Tuk Tuk. Tuk Tuk's got you. And he's, he's just holding you very firmly. And then the fall hits, like it's, like, it's just a rapid, like, uh, as if the, the earth from beneath you just fell out from under feet. And then it catches you. And you hear just a very low, like, where, where are we, Tuck Tuck? Almost at the basement level. <laughs> a door opens up and he kind of gestures inside and you do see uh, a sort of a 10 by 10 square uh, filled with all manner of like boxes and tables covered in everything. Okay. And he just nods at you. Uh, I hold down R3 and search the area. (laughs) (laughs) As you kind of move past him, he kind of flicks the the rapier a little bit and he takes it with his teeth. Oh, I I have picked my toes with that. (laughs) Tastes like it. You want to trade this for something? Mm, Yes. Uh, Hopefully if you have something. Your head. Uh, well, I, I know your head. <laughs> it's oh, a, it's do you know what? I, I, I actually I get confused for someone quite a lot as uh, a musician, uh, but no. Um, maybe, maybe that's it. No, no, no. Your big head is on the flex. 
Yes, 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 uh, Hero Tezrab, yes. Yes, that's what I was telling you about earlier on. You were in the temple yesterday. Mm-hmm. With the Dracohydra. Yes, and I, I killed the Manticore, and I killed the Dracohydra, and I killed the Automaton, but I saved the city. And I did it with this blade. And you killed the Manticore. Mm-hmm. An Automaton. And another Automaton. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and the blade is infused with the core of the automaton, and yeah, magic. It's magic. Magic and famous weapon, yes. Six silver pieces. <gasps> and... Welcome to Tuk Tuk's. What, what have you, Tuk Tuk? What, what, what do you have in, 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 in stock? He shuffles over to a box, and he turns, and he hands you a piece of paper that has, like, Bugs crawling on it. Mm-hmm. Scroll. Mm-hmm. Scroll. You have uh, the, your inventory written on the scroll, is it? No, scroll. You give me spicy sword. I give you scroll. And what? What? What is the scroll? Insect plague. Very fun at parties. <laughs> uh, do, do you have, do, <laughs> We're going to one of those soon. <laughs> do, do you have any uh, weapons? Oh, yeah. Of the, sort of the, the martial variety or the, sort of a, a simple weapon. Weapon. Tok Tok have a horn. That's good to hear, but have you any weapons? Yes. And he just starts to smell you. Okay. Uh, I'm starting to think that this might be a, a, a wasted endeavor. So you're, you're, not, you're not really up for the famous magic sword? He. Still holding the sword puts the bug-infested scroll back into the box and kind of like drags the lid over and he shuffles to the back of the room and when he shuffles the room starts to get wider and more stuff starts to just fall out of the walls like just covered in dirt and debris some of it's wet and soggy and then you hear a heavy clang oh tuk tuk foot Uh, I, I'm, I move towards the clang. <laughs> he, what's your AC? My AC oh, is uh, eighteen. Okay. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because he rolled a sixteen, and he has. Oh, you're not a construct. That's fine. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> wow. Aren't we all? <laughs> no, it's a seventeen then. So <laughs> just by one. <laughs> As you kind of approach, uh, and there is there's just dust and dirt and debris kind of suspended in the air as you move back. Tuk Tuk swings around with the full weight of a huge mace. You manage to kind of like, ooh, out of the way, just in time. You give Tuk Tuk a spicy sword. I give you hot sauce mace. Mm, okay, a hot sauce mace. What, is, what exactly is hot sauce mace? Uh, it's very spicy. Oh. Uh, I'm I'm really sort of looking for a weapon that does uh, damage. I'm not really concerned with the taste of the weapon. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for sort of the combat uh, abilities. Uh, you know, that would be my priority with a weapon. Tuk uh, Tuk, show you. Uh, he give you free demonstration. Uh, okay. You stand back. Uh, okay, I yeah, step back. Yeah. No, step back a little bit more. It's very hot sauce. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, I do that. He shimmies and he farts and there's a little dust cloud. And when he does, the dust, along with some of the dirt and debris that fell from the shifting walls, forms a Ivan-shaped construct. 
and he just takes a step back and then he throws his full weight with the hot sauce mace at the construct and it is obliterated. Uh, well, look, Tuck, it was very nice to meet you. I think I'll, I'll take my, my uh, rapier back and I think I'll be on my way. You know, it's, and he hands you the mace. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, the, 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 the sword, my sword. And he hands you the mace. No, 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 the mace is yours. I no, have the sword. You trade Tuck Tuck. No, no, Tuck Tuck. I'll, I'll give you the mace and you give me the sword, okay? So I'm, going, I'm giving you the mace. Okay, Tuck Tuck take mace. And then you give me the sword. Okay, Tuck Tuck, put mace away first. Yep. And then Tuck Tuck is sword. Yes. Mm-hmm. For Tuck Tuck. And no, no sword for... And he puts it into the wall. <laughs> no, because remember, I was trading you, so I gave you... The mace. The s- no, I... <laughs> but I'm supposed to walk away with something here. <laughs> So you got, you have two things. That's not your dick. So now, I... <laughs> so, so what's happened here, Tuck Tuck? I can't give you inspiration. <laughs> Maybe you'll let me roll deception on this. So, so see, now you have two things, so now you have to give me two things, so that's how the trade is working. Oh, <laughs> nice. So that's how, the, do, do you understand? Okay. I take it back. <laughs> deception check DC 18. Ooh, oh, can't get it past get Tuck two, Tuck. To get two things. It was pretty slick though, wasn't it? It was very slick. That's why I'm letting you chance ripping off this old man. <laughs> well, you fucking wasted my time. <laughs> Wait. Why am I rolling two? I don't know. Just normal. Yeah. Use your inspiration. Shut <gasps> up, oh. <laughs> I mean, if ever there was a time, if ever there was a time to use it. Which gives me advantage, right? That's what, y- that's, yes, that's, yes. That's, what that's about. And then, oh, you could just roll one, and then if it's bad, use oh. your inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. So, and it has to be deception. Right? Yeah, I talk talk's wasting time. Yeah, talk talk. Yeah. We're playing the game. Okay, I'm burning my inspiration. Fuck. Oh, no! um, so that is a twelve. Okay, and that's with your inspiration burned. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, but now you have a lovely little empty space there for future inspiration. I hope you're funny again soon. I mean, how smart is Chuck Chuck? How dare you? He said the DC already. I know. Uh, Just he... kill him. <laughs> With what weapon? What <laughs> first of all? <laughs> Here, hang on. While you're in the conversation. Tuck Tuck looks at you very confused. And then he reaches down kind of under the haunches of his britches and kind of under his foot. And you see, like, he starts rummaging around in the dirt and his hand gets a little bit deeper and now he's up to his elbow. Nice. And now he's up to his shoulder. Uh, Tuck, tuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not spicy. Um, and he gives you uh, a rapier. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, oh, uh, no. Uh, so, Tuck, Tuck, this isn't my sword. This isn't my rapier. Creamy. Hmm? Creamy. <laughs> what? What's creamy? Sword. You seem creamy. Okay, and how? How does this? Wait. Well, sorry. What? I seem creamy. Yeah. Creamy sword. Creamy head. <laughs> you went elbow deep for so it. I'm going, <laughs> oh my god! I'm going to sort of take a look at the sword and how? How does the this rapier compare to my last rapier? The the blade is incredibly sharp it's well balanced as you kind of hold it in your hand and 
the handle is beautifully crafted. It's quite ornate in the way that the, the rapier you had before was, it was fine. It was nice, but it was kind of like your barrel of rapiers kind of just draw it out. This seems to be kind of almost custom. The hilt is kind of got gold edging and there is just a large red stone uh, sitting at the, the base and you can feel a magical aura coming off of it. Okay. So the magic weapon warns you of danger while the weapon is on your person. You have advantage on you have advantage on initiative rolls. You and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. The weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. Um, yeah, I suppose I sort of take a look and go. Um, uh, yes, tuck, tuck, very creamy. Thank you. Um, I suppose we're done. And then I suppose the second thing as well you were going to give me as well, because remember I gave you two things. Good night. Yeah. Hmm? Good night. And tuck just starts to walk into the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, and I imagine everything's then closing back behind yeah. me. Oh, good. Tuck, 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 tuck. Sleep well. And you are just shot straight up uh, out, like exactly where you were standing on the other side of the counter. Back to the castle. <laughs> no one asks any questions. <laughs> just shows up, walks in, plastered in dirt, jumped, and like off to his room. <laughs> you do, and uh, Fia, when you return, you do see that there are like in the common room there are dusty, muddy footprints leading to <laughs> Ivan's bedroom. The fourth day passes with Bernie once again insisting that you all take lessons. How many of you are taking lessons? Me. Fia wants to learn. Oh, Fia's taking lessons. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. AJ's doing... Uh, because Bernie's not sure that the dance that she did yesterday that AJ led was actually the dance that she was meant to teach. Ivan, Hvesta, dance lessons? Absolutely not. I'll watch, yeah. Okay, you're just going to watch. This is our bonding time to sing here going, ugh. Okay. Now the key is no touching. Put your hands in the middle. Yeah, and just a hover. Yeah, and just protect. Leave room for the gods. Yeah, and. Okay, you can have inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, no, fear, fear. Oh, no. Just again. Hands out and turn and step and. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine on the day. I legitimately thought you were about to walk them through the hokey pokey. Like, <laughs> put your arms in, put your arms out, shake them all about. <laughs> uh, yeah, the fourth day kind of passes without vent. Is there anything anybody wants to do at this point? I need to go get a um, get my hair done for the gala. I still haven't had that conversation with Fia, so I'm going to think about that all day. <laughs> That's what's on my to-do list. Thinking a lot. Oh, I also need to put tickets in the box office for the Gregs. I keep forgetting these things people are asking me to do. <laughs> I should probably drop off that petition, actually, now. <laughs> Whoopsie. Okay, so AJ's getting a haircut. Fia? I'm practicing my steps in the... Okay, so you're just going to stay back at the palace uh, yeah, yeah. dancing. Festa? I'm pulling a Fia. Does the palace have a library? It does. Can I go find it and wander through it? Okay. Ivan? Uh, I'm going to take a little trip to the Temple of Chaff. Okay. And Bernie, you have your pick. The ladies or the gentlemen? Who would you like to escort? The gentleman. Nice. Good choice. Thank you. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. burns down. <laughs> well, maybe I should go with you just in case. <laughs> no, I had your books. <laughs> this game has consequences for me. <laughs> yeah, Fia, it is that thing of you are kind of left behind to practice your steps because Bernie is insistent that you get it right. It's not like the eyes of the kingdom will be upon you. (laughs) (laughs) And if Esther, you do, you're going to make your way to the library. Is there anything particular you're looking for or? Anything about, I guess we're back to it. The old gods, Asmodian, any of kind of, I figure if anyone's going to have it, it might be the palace. Okay. And then Bernie, you are taking the two lads into the, into the city to drop AJ off at uh, a cot above the rest, a hair salon. And then, You'll swing back for him after you bring Ivan to do his little prayers at the temple. You're happy out, Fia, just mm-hmm. dancing around the room? Okay. <laughs> I, I, do, I, do, I do eventually get bored and I do go to the library to make sure Hephaestus doesn't burn it down. Okay. But that's like later. Give me a performance check and to make improvements, you're looking to beat a DC of 14. Nope. Oh, I know. 10. Okay. To the feet. It's not, yeah, it is, it's that thing of... Okay, hands out, step and turn and... Or was it... T- what? No, it was turn, then step. Yeah, it was turn, then Or was it step, step, turn... Hands turn. in? I, uh, damn it, damn it, hang on, let me go back to start, back to start, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll clap my hands. Ivan, go go do your own stuff. <laughs> go do your own stuff. Go away. Yeah, Shake it all about. <laughs> you close the door on that <laughs> abomination. <Yeah. Karina. laughs> oh no! <laughs> and again, leading the other three O down the corridors of the palace. You drop Havesta off at the palace library, not necessarily the Gailshire City Library, which is near enough that if you wanted to, you could go as well have a look, but you're looking specifically at the King's Library. Mm. And you, AJ and Ivan Underarm, lead the pair into the city. So, AJ, yeah, you've been dropped off outside a cut above the rest, a hair salon just near enough to the night market on the kind of the outskirts of it run by the Ashlands. There's a small queue of older dwarven women uh, older halfling women, older half-orc women, older drow women. And they're all just sitting there and they're all showing you pictures of their grandsons and granddaughters. Ivan, you and Bernie head towards the the Temple of Chaff and the windmill. And it is that thing of people are looking, people are staring. And anyone that gets within five feet of you is immediately intercepted by the deft hands of Bernie Goldbarrel. No. <laughs> I just want to no important business Mr. no will you no can you kiss no. my baby uh, I, I'm going to sort of find a, a, a an attendant a monk uh, I don't know what they what they call themselves priests monks, priests, monks yeah, I'll disciples go, yeah I'll find a disciple uh, dis- I'll, I'll, I'll find myself a disciple of chaff have I you have Either right. wearing like kind of soft green robes Mm. Um, uh, yes, hello. Uh, I was just hoping for a, a private uh, prayer room, please. He kind of smiles at you politely. And he nods and he just gestures over to one of the small little antechambers behind a heavy curtain. Great. Um, Bernie, if you'd be so kind to stand watch. Okay. Thank you. 
and I sort of pull back the curtain. Thank, thank you, Bernie. Uh, and Happy praying. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> close the curtain behind me. I sort of take the room in a little bit. With, as for Even for a paladin, I'm like, this. I feel awkward praying. Any sort of prayer I do has always been to her donna, and it's always been through action. So the idea of like kind of feeling like I'm doing nothing is a little bit weird, but I suppose I'm here for a reason, so I'll... Um, <clears throat> Yes, I'll uh, yeah get down on my knees and sort of clasp my hands together and uh, bow my head and, and speak into my sort of closed fists. <clears throat> uh, hello, chaff. Yes. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> you're 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 the god of lost things and um, yes. Well, um, I find myself lost. It's been uh, quite hard. Uh, in this new world and I'm not quite sure who I am without my love I'm hoping that you will guide Hadonna to me um, yes so if you could do that that would be great um, <clears throat> yes uh, thank you um, amen yes uh, no, sorry, Eamon. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, um, were you listening? No. Bernie. Yes. No. Okay, um, <laughs> all right, okay, that's fine. That's fair enough. Uh, great, thank you. Um, here's uh, five gold pieces. Eamon, put that in the pot. I don't... We're, okay. <laughs> okay. Bernie, we're good. We're done. We're done here. Fab, let's go get AJ. What did you pray for? Nothing. Not, none of your business. I heard it. <laughs> well, next time I'll pray you find some manners. So, oh. <laughs> so it's a little touchy. As the two of you are just kind of standing there, give me a perception check, Bernie. Nineteen. Oh. Yeah, you did. You, you. I mean, it was stand guard, and it was nothing. Yep, right next to the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you heard everything he said. And as the two of you are kind of standing there and Eamon is like just walking about five gold pieces and he's like, what pot? Uh, what am I? Um, two things Bernie kind of stood out to you. One, that was quite sad. And two, Chaff isn't the god of lost things. Chaff's the god of the harvest. So you know how you were saying you, you were lost? Not that I was listening. I just heard that bit. Is your lost love a farmer? Uh, uh, no, no. These, these gods have been around a lot longer than... Uh... Well, longer than you can imagine. And they've but, taken many forms in that past. But why Chaff then? Because he once was the god of lost things, and I believe he still remains so today. I mean, you sound a lot smarter than I am, but I, as far as I was aware, he just looked after the farms, you know? Well, that's all you've ever called on him for, so... Well, has he helped you find lost things before? Yes. I mean, that should be made more common knowledge. You know, people could really make use of that kind of thing. What did he help you find? Um, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> right. Well, what would you like to talk about then? Uh, I suppose, who, who, who are you? I only met you yesterday. Oh, I'm Bernie. Anyone <laughs> comes back with a pot and the five gold pieces are in it. <laughs> yes? I put the five gold pieces in your pot. 
Uh, yes, and, and hold hold on to that. You can uh, for the church. Do you, you do collections? Do you know? Bernie is nodding at him. Yes. Great. And then gesturing to her pocket. And he puts the five gold pieces in your pocket, Bernie. <laughs> do I see that? Yeah, well, yeah. He wasn't even. He wasn't slightly handy. <laughs> I'm minding it. <laughs> for who? Later. And what's later? The ball for drinks, you know. I think I have a sense of who you are now. Let's go get AJ. <laughs> While you were praying to Chaff, God of the Harvest and the one who finds lost things, AJ, you are surrounded by a small squad of elderly women who are only delighted to tell you about the marvellous candidates that their grandsons and granddaughters would make for your possible partner oh I, I um, well actually if you if you hooked up Barry with Stephanie because they're both uh, wor- working uh, <laughs> you know starting their uh, in the Temple of Nan um, they, their shifts might actually align and actually um, there is a wonderful uh, twinkle in the shop there uh, that would be perfect for a uh, 15 minute plank is that what you said what your son was called 15 minute plank would really get on with twinkle uh, there is a doctor uh, pond uh, Lily Pond, that would be very useful for uh, Sarah with a, with an H. And yours, uh, Sarah, with a PH, they'd probably be very good with George. And yours, with Sarah, with a PhD, well, well the, the Temple of Nan, um, that's where they send doctors. I, I think I'm up. They're calling me to get my hair washed. These old women have had their hair permed, blown out, dyed, rinsed, you name it, shaved, undercut braided the lot they've all kind of stayed and a small gathering and like the day is kind of dragging on and between them they have sort of a flow chart of who's going to set who up with whose grandchild and there is still sort of a a rough drawing of you aj with a question mark and a a little mystery around which one of them will eventually bag you ashling b the oldest of the three and the the founder of a cut above the rest just kind of clears her throat and kind of flaps out the cover all. Oh, thank you so much, Ashling. I sit down. I sit down. Tea? Uh, no, thank you. Coffee? Uh, no, th- I find it hard. Uh, it's really nice to offer it, but then when you start cutting hair, it just gets in the cup, so it's, it's actually impractical. Uh, lovely when you're waiting, and not so good when you're getting your hair cut. Ashling immediately kind of just drags you with the chair over towards uh, kind of a, a tub, and she immediately just start like, plunges her hands into your hair and the water, and just gets oh, real soapy. God. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of stress. Yeah, I am. Um... I'm sensing some inner turmoil. Oh, uh, look at the roots. Uh, and immediately the other two Ashlings come over and they start looking at it. Ajalius. It's it's been quite stressful. Well, have you have you have you tried coconut shampoo? Uh, no. Well, that'll do wonders for your roots. Okay. You just need a bit. Of, they just need a bit of nourishment. And like again, her hands are just plunging deep. It's actually quite nice. It's kind of a head massage as much as it is kind of a a hair wash and like. There's skill in what she's doing, but she's doing it with quite a soft touch. Um, today it's actually just a. I'm not even looking for. A, a Don't. Okay. The, the hair tells us. The hair tells us what it wants. It tells us all. You can't lie to the hair. Uh, well, I never lie to you guys anyway. It's, I tell you everything. Right. Uh, yes, that's what we were talking about. Uh, and the three more kind of fixtures are look. Jeez, I slipped up there almost. <laughs> Tea. 
Uh, no, again, uh, when you cut the hair, it gets into the cup. It's oh, no, but we, we, we put a little lid on it and we can give you a little sippy straw. It's just, I never know when to, in underneath the blanket to, like, get my hands out to take a sip. Ashley, you can do that first. You can hold it for you. You can have it to one side. Oh, okay. And, uh, the, the youngest of the three kind of comes and she has, like, a, a little paper cup and there's a little paper lid and a little paper straw. So, yeah, the just, older like, one. just a, a, just the... A perm. Just a perm. Okay, just yes. a perm. Six hours, that'll be all we need. Oh, I actually have to be back at the castle uh, in t- t- um, hmm, one minute. Okay, one minute perm. That's not short, Sh- permanent, is it? Shadows of darkness uh, on your heart and questions of self-worth and self-value and self-identity. And really, who are you in all this grand span of things? Sure, you are but a speck in the ever-furling, collapsing in on itself universe. AJ's just going to take the, he's going to unclip the clips in his hair and the gown around him and just be like, this has been, as always, worth my time. (laughs) Why do I keep coming? (laughs) And I'm just going to walk out with like wet and half cut hair. (laughs) Oh no. As you kind of like just kind of get up and walk out, uh, Ashling B is like, is it something I said? The other Ashlings kind of like look at each other. And the old woman kind of just shuffles back and forth and they are kind of tidying up. Uh, And at this point, Bernie and uh, Ivan, you are kind of coming towards the night market and you can kind of just see AJ just kind of drifting. And Ashling throws the hair up into the air and she lets them land. And Ashling looks down at it and her eyes fix. And she whispers... And the youngest Ashling kind of nods and shakes her head. Well, love hurts. The three kind of smile to themselves. He'll be grand. Uh, and they close the door to the shop. Bernie, you find AJ just kind of walking in a daze away from the hair salon. Oh, it's Bob. Uh, is it supposed to be wet? Why are you floating around like a half-shaped ghoul? Don't ask. Um, I'm done for the day. So are we going back to the castle then? Uh, is that where you're going, Ivan? Uh, yes. Do you want to get lunch? I'm beginning to think talking to a um, paragon of love might have been better than a trio of ha- hag dressers. I don't know what they are in there, but it's... I always go back. Just, you look in the window and there's just three half-elf women throwing hair. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what they do? I thought they just cut hair. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, Bernie, do you want to go find Fia and Festa and we'll go for lunch and you can pick us up after? It's half twelve, I'll remind you, so <laughs> your lunch officially doesn't start until one, so you can't come with us. Right, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> what would I do without you? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, well, sure, you know, you know your way back to the castle. I'm sure you'll be grand two strapping lads. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'm off to spend my hard-earned wages. She taps her pocket. Hefesta, uh, while the other two make lunch plans and Bernie starts to spend starts spending the money in her mind, yeah, you're in the king's library in the palace. The guards kind of look at you when you ask, and it's a bit like, oh, it's the king's library. But you are Hephaestus Tenderson, so... Thank you. I'm sure his majesty won't mind Absolutely. letting you into his private collection to peruse things. Not burn things, right? Yeah, correct, yeah. Okay. Give me an investigation check. 
I burn my inspiration? <laughs> yes, you may. What did you get? A two. Okay. Ah, 16, 17, 18. Because you don't have the title of a book and you judge every book by its cover. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, looking for a book that says information about the old gods, specifically the one that fucked you over. Oh my God, <laughs> you find that one. Holy shit, what? <laughs> but it was written for Dreyfus and it's about Jeff. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Lost things, farms. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not the academic. You know, you know the others have gone and looked and found bits and pieces. So it's a thing. Well, maybe I should go and look and find bits and pieces because you don't know what you're looking for. You find a, and it, it's one of those things where you are just pulling books randomly out of the shelf, going, "Nope, that's maps." Nope, that's older maps. Boring. Nope, that's a history of maps. You come across a, a couple of books that do kind of catch your attention for various different reasons. There's things on sorcerers, and you're like, oh, maybe that's going to be something, because like mm. at one time, maybe that would have been of use to you. You even come across kind of like a section of like all of fictional material. And again, it's that thing of like, you're not following a process. You're grabbing, checking, meh, a half heartedly kind of putting it back on the shelf where it might have been and you now kind of you're now kind of going up to the mid-level it's not until like you it's one of the things where you're like ugh, and you do you kind of just spin the ladder forward and you come to like a, a jarring abrupt stop it's like it's stuck on something and it's there it's a th- tiny thin little book from where you were you wouldn't have seen it it was one of the things that you might have even have passed you could have passed it already but it's just sort of wedged between two thicker tomes it's like it's just someone has put this here when you pull it out it's about the size of a little notebook there's no title on the spine there's no title on the cover even in your hand it feels old like it's not an ancient manuscript or anything like that it's an old piece flicking through the pages it's a diary and there's no name but they're talking about events in the palace they're talking about the king's mood talking about having left visage how frightened they are how uncertain they are about this peace treaty but their mother and father asked them to take this on and while they wanted to stay behind to focus on their studies to focus on their magic the peace the fate of the empire outweighed everything else and when you were cousin to the next empress in line you don't really get a chance to refuse and it dawns on you that you are reading Queen Drusilla's diary. And it's a thing of you kind of while the afternoon away, just kind of scanning the pages. And there's it's it's all sorts of musings. There's thoughts on home, the family, particularly the early entries, the homesickness. A sense of who am I without these people? Who am I with? like and will this validate me further? Then there's thoughts on Dreyfus and how boorish and stupid and immature, rockedly handsome, 
and frightfully funny in a way that no other person has ever made her laugh. And just scanning the pages, you start to see in these entries a young woman finding herself and coming into herself and more importantly trusting herself and then you get to the end and there's about 30 or 40 pages and the entries get more sporadic in in terms of the dates that are recorded years go by the last entry is written very frantically you see she's written I can't trust anyone not even Dreyfus they're already here they know I know the Empress has made it clear I have no faith in the cards they can't discover his truth that's it can I tear that page out and stuff it in a pocket you rip the page from it that one I I think I do try to put back right where I found it like undisturbed I'm not really looking to go back to the room and I'm not really looking for anything I just spend the rest of the evening kind of poking at things hoping something jumps out at me but not really after anything in particular with all of this and kind of via you kind of not getting the steps right you find out that Hephaestus made it to the library they let you in and you find Hephaestus just kind of curled up with like a random book and Bernie as you are four silver down on Peggy's Pony's illegal races (laughs) you suddenly remember there was an appointment today with Olga Flappenbottoms they were supposed to get their outfits you race around the night market looking for AJ and Ivan. Anything you want to have been discussing? Oh, we're not in the night market. There's oh. that new uh, gastro pub in town where they use uh, oh, yeah. horrible meats, but AJ doesn't know that. Okay, yeah. Gustav's. Gustav's, yeah. Yeah. Mm, bring it to Gustav's. He's aiming for a star. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, good luck to him. Mm. I'll get this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say, you're looking very creamy uh, these days. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, I have a n- new rapier. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Wow. Ivan, you know love. Mm-hmm. I know her quite well, yes. Oh, of course. Mm. Wow. Yeah, you you literally know capital L. Yeah, the physical embodiment of uh, love. love as a concept, yeah. Does it hurt? Well, I mean, at first, but as you sort of get into it, it, uh, you know, sort of ease in. Lads, thank God I found you. <laughs> we have to go to Flapping Bottoms. Uh, I, we had an appointment at half one. That's that's mid-lunch. I know. I, I can't believe I forgot. I was complaining about it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break the rules. You're going to have another inspiration. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, we we need to go. Uh, I just put a, um, oh, I don't carry any money. Ivan, <laughs> this is on me, but do you actually have anything on you? 
because mm. uh, I never um, all your money's going into benches. <laughs> not all my money. I'm I'm working on an orchard. I've seen all the benches, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> an intervention. <laughs> Okay, you have another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bernie, you grab the duo, you swiftly exit uh, Gustav's, and you make your way back to the palace, where you find a wandering Olga Flappenbottoms, uh, who's in a hysterical rage about her creativity being stifled and stipend and stupefied. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> Get me the bodies. Uh, here's two. I'll find you the others. Okay. You. Other you. With me. Okay. Yep. Yep. You look strangely familiar. I, I... It's on the on my face is on all the flags. Yes. <laughs> uh, come. Yeah. She moves. She just goes into any room, and you, she does. And she walks in. And you can see that like there's just people in there. Thrip. What? Thrip. Your well, feelings. Sure. Something awakens in AJ, he immediately does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you go and get the others, and Olga is just kind of sitting there uh, with a notebook and just swaths of fabric. I am feeling a lot from the four of you. So much. Palpable. Pulsating. Pivotal. Pray tell. Please. Outfits. Glorious. Magnificent. Nifty. Yes. I see coattails. I see ball gowns. I see an undercut that I can probably try and fix. <laughs> what is it that you want from Olga? Uh, I, well, I suppose one positive of the last outfit we had, I suppose my main concern is, is the ballroom. Mm. Uh, how much is there? None. It will be incredibly tight in there. You're going to want something that is really affixed to you. I don't think I'm going to want that. Trust in Olga's trust. Okay. Yeah, if you could make something to... um, See the way half my hair is missing on one side? Mm. Maybe something that just sort of balances that on the other? A hat. Um, (laughs) And for you, broody one, in dark... Whatever. Oh, yes. Something whatever. Yes. That gives me everything. How precise. (laughs) You have a sharp mind. I guess I just want to wear a pretty dress. Basic. (laughs) I can work with that. Okay. You give me two nights, two days. Olga will have you so that all eyes are on you. Be gone. Why was I the only one who stripped down? Um, just out of curiosity. You missed when she, she said feelings. Strip down, strip away your feelings. Uh, I was very confused, but you have a tuckus, so thank I you. let it stand. I gather my clothes and leave. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Two days to the ball, and again, it is followed with lessons and etiquette and manner. The occasional visit from Olga to measure your chakras and do a color reading. The day and night before Masks of Winter Gala, and you can see that the palace, every day it got busier, every day it got noisier, every day there were more bodies, more people working, assisting, decorating. 
even out in the palace grounds there are tents being set up there are stalls set up and it's spilling out into the bridge over into the municipal district and down the road in towards the night market this is going to be huge the day before the night before is there anything anybody has left to do or wants to do the night before i try to sneak out of my room and i slip a piece of paper under fia's door fia you wake up you are kind of pulled from your meditation, your sleep, your nose in a book, whatever state you're in that the night before. You catch the sound of paper gliding across the floor and you see a note under, just sitting there. Pick it up and read it. Art thoust up. <laughs> she stands there holding it for a minute because she knows exactly who sent that. And she just cracks the door slightly. I just wanted to um, have a word before uh, the ball to see if you were still um, interested in going together. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of late, though. Oh, yes, but yes, yes. Yeah, I only sleep for like four hours a night, so I'm kind of up at this time. I just, I don't like being up when other people are asleep because I don't want to disturb them because I know they need more. Um, Should I come in or um, do you want to... um, we could go outside, or um, uh, do you trust me? It's a lot of questions. <laughs> um, I'm still good to go with you. Um, can I talk to you tomorrow? Um, yes, yeah, of course. I um, I just wanted to to say um, uh, what I said b- before about about our day being a, a mistake. Um, it's you don't have to explain it. No, it's, I meant uh, it. Um, but I don't. I I don't think I meant it in the way that you meant it. I shouldn't have ever um, uh, spent time with you on, on um, as if it was part of my job. I want to spend time with you. And that's what the mistake was. You need to know that. Um, I'll, I'll talk to you in the... I, it, the mistake was you thinking that I it was an obligation and it wasn't. It was um, pure, unbridled joy. Okay, good night, Fia. I'm frozen in the spot. <laughs> I don't know if you walk away or not, but I'm just kind of frozen at the door. Yeah, I'm going to go to a window and uh, step out of it. Joffrey gives it. You think things are being Cast feather fall on the way down. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you you move away from the door. I was being serious. I okay, all right, okay. Yeah, you watch as AJ moves to a window and just kind of like you run to the window and he you see AJ just kind of like softly falling to the ground. Um, I take a deep breath after all of that and I go back to my room to compound all of that information that I've just received. <sighs> Ivan, Festa, is there anything you want to do the night before the gala? Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, so I will um, just gonna, I'm gonna flick through Fia's diary and just do some study after my sort of, my prayer to chaff. I'm sort of trying to, I don't know, ground myself a little bit uh, by going through Fia's diary. Ivan, it's a scenario where you are just, you're reading all about like Fia's encounter with Thane and Nate, Festa and Herb, their move to the Temple of Devotion and Purity, their encounter with the Flatstones, and just kind of the the adventure that they kind of got up to and their encounter with Hadana the shadow of Asmodian, all of those details are there. And there's parts of it that, like, it's ringing in your ears that the 
so much of this feels like it's happened before. But one thing that you do find in it is as the weeks and the months rolled by, Fia found friendship in Nathaniel, Thane, and Nefesta. It wasn't just sort of something like casual. It was very these three people, this Nate, meant a huge amount to her and what they've brought into her life. And the earlier entries tend to kind of paint a bit more of a bleak picture and it references her brother Quillo and jobs that she was doing for him and it just seems so sad. But the last few entries, despite all the hardship, were filled with just this sense of drive and joy and purpose and even love. And you're not certain. But as you kind of while the evening away and the night away, and you can kind of hear some whispering out in the common room, but you pay it no mind. Very, very faintly, you just hear like a whispered squeak. And when you look around the room, there's nothing there. I'll put the diary down and I might just go to investigate. You look under the bed, you look and it sounded like a mouse. Look behind the wardrobe, behind the desk. You find nothing until you return to the bed and there's just a handful of grain on the book. Hephaesta, what have you spent the last day and night doing? I think most of the day was just kind of spent still bumbling around the palace or or hanging out in the common room. But I think that evening, sort of after everyone's gone to bed, she's kind of just really sitting there thinking about Dahlia and Asmodian, just everything that's happened in the last, it's literally only been a few months. Everything's been so much. And she pulls out that diary page again and kind of reads it and then having heard a little bit of sort of commotion outside the door, she figures um, someone's up. And I'd like to imagine that she like just kind of catches AJ (laughs) jumping out the window and Fia going back to her room. And she goes over to Fia's room and kind of gives a light tap on the the door. Um, I go and open it. You came back about the... Oh. Hi. Well, hello to you as well. (laughs) Sorry to be such a disappointment. No, sorry, I thought there was... Ne- never mind, come on in, come in, come in. Uh, I do, and I just kind of grab your arm and drag you over to... I don't know if you have a little, like, seat in the room or if it's just better, whatever. I just drag you over, and I'm like, sit, okay. listen. Okay, okay, What's wrong? I actually mean read, I don't mean listen at all, and I just hand her the page. Oh, what... what is this? I think... There was no markings on the book. I went to the library. You did? Oh, so, oh you ripped this out of a book? <laughs> uh, I, look, no, don't worry about that. Don't, 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 don't worry about that. Look, I, I, I read a book. All right? Baby steps. Okay, maybe next time just bring the whole book and don't rip it. Whatever. Um, look, I think it's the Queen's Diary. Oh. And it was really, like, sad and sweet for a minute. And then this was the last entry. And I still kind of don't trust Ivan that much. 
Um, and we know AJ's a war criminal. No offense. I know you're kind of into him. None taken. You can have inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing it around with a band. <laughs> I just... I mean, I don't trust the king anyway, but um, this is kind of not great. Things have not been super great in the court in general, as far as I can tell. And I feel like maybe tomorrow we should be well, on guard. I certainly don't trust Marigold. While, while you were in the, the hospital, she interrogated us and I had to put on that ring that uh, AJ oh. wore. Oh, right. Okay. Wasn't one. She asked me a lot about my brother, what he did for work. Have they been found? <sighs> I've heard nothing. Kyle was the one who was reaching out last time, wasn't he? Has he been found? No. Right. I think we should be very careful tomorrow, and I will throw a punch at anything that looks at me funny. I will say this. We can trust Ivan. Why? We can. You trust me? Yeah. I trust him. You're asking a lot of me for you. <laughs> Just brew on it. <sighs> right. Okay. Maybe don't tell him yet. Let's feel things out tomorrow and see how they go. And I just kind of like reach over and take the page back and stuff it back in my pocket. <laughs> maybe put that somewhere safe so maybe you're not found with it either too. Oh shit. <laughs> I go back into my room and, like, stuff it under my pillow. It's the first place Bernie's going to look. <laughs> Where's the contraband? Evening rolls into night. AJ, have you gone? Yeah, I pull a cloak around me, um, a sort of silver cloak, and head towards the old, the old army to kind of just keep a watch on the city. The night rolls on, and whether you take the city streets or the comforts of your bed sleep or lack thereof slowly the sun begins to rise and on the dawn of the masks of winter gala bernie you are summoned an hour before the crack of light by olga flop and bottoms to gather gowns and cuffs dresses and pants shoes and brogues we're going to a party and we'll leave the episode there. to Romancing the Dungeon with Amber, Sam, Louise, Ben, Eilish and me, Declan, your Dungeon Master. There are two episodes left in season two of Romancing the Dungeon and I sincerely hope you are as excited about hearing it as I have been in the run-up to it, in the planning of it, the playing of it, the editing of it. It's been an absolute blast season two so far and I just want to take this moment to thank you for all of your support over the last couple of weeks and months. It has been so fun to see people engage and interact with the episodes as they come out. So keep being ye and keep listening. That's all I'm going to say. A big thank you to Ghost of Red Mountain for our theme song Haunted. Title card and artwork is by Ralph is Redacted. In case you aren't following us over on social media or you haven't been dropping into our latest streams over on Twitch, 
we had some big news. We have partnered with the gang over at Mystery Dice Goblin, the UK's premier TTRPG and dice accessory store. If you use the code D8 at the checkout, you will receive a discount on your order and we will receive a portion of the sale, helping us create more content and get more art and just expand and keep going. So we strongly encourage you to check out the wonderful gang over at Mystery Dice Goblin. For more information, check the episode description, uh, including links. That's it. That's all I've got. See you in two weeks. Finale! Or penultimate episode. But we're almost there. Yay! Uh, Get out of here, Bernie. She's not even making Bernie's on her sending stone. <laughs> no, really, she is. Sorry. <laughs> and you can see why Marigold wanted rid of her. Yeah. <laughs>